Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're back on Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know their charitable foundation is Sharing Change, and it's funded by members who round up their electric bills to the nearest dollar each month as a donation and support hundreds of nonprofits. You can find out more at sharingchange.org. We're going to catch up with our friends from the Rutherford County School Board. And school board member Francis Rosales joins us today in studio. And uh, I'm sure you're glad for maybe a little bit of time here to just kind of pause and take a deep breath, maybe. Well, if that's what you want to call it, (laughs) sure. (laughs) We'll take a pause and take a deep breath. I think we all need that right now, especially considering it's the holidays and a lot is going on. Certainly is. And uh, school is out for winter break and I know teachers and students and all the support staff are just happy to uh, just to have a little bit of time. Um, Dr. Sullivan was uh, on talking about how we're getting close to the 52,000 student mark. Yes, that is we are. nuts Isn't to believe that about. crazy? Yeah. Well, you know, when I got here, when I came here in 2018, we were at 47,000 students. In just a very short time, we are reaching 52,000. And what's interesting is that I know you heard that we had a, a consultant come in and did a evaluation. And one of the projections they said about our enrollment and growth is that we're going to be hitting 55,000 within three years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, just where we're at. So the reality of the growth. That's another. So in the time that you just mentioned, that's 5,000 mm-hmm. and another. 3,000 in Within three years, three years. Correct. So just to kind of put that into perspective, 5,000, that would be the size of five elementary schools or two high, high schools. schools, middle schools, everything. <laughs> I'll pick one because we need yeah. all of it. So. Yeah. But I'm just to kind of of a comparison for size, you know, the, uh, with the additions at, at Riverdale and Smyrna and Oakland, that's going to be about 2,500. So there you go. That's two Oaklands additional. Right. That, right. That's how many students we've added in five years. Correct. And the addition, well, I, now that we're talking about this piece of it, it's <laughs> we can just jump right in. So, um, so I, obviously when I came to the school board, one of the things I wanted to champion was tackling the issues of growth. So mm-hmm. I've been a very huge vocal proponent of we've got to get back into building, let's buy land because of the growth. So you heard some statistics. And so with that being said, we've got these three additions that are coming, but even with the three additions, we still don't have enough room for the masses that are projected to come within the three years. We still need a high school. And we still need a another addition. If we had all five additions like it had been proposed in the original plan, um, then the landscape of that would be a little bit different. But still, we will need high school. I think what the data told us when the projections came out from the consultant was that it was pretty evident. We do need to build a new high school mm-hmm. Well, in I, the north end side of it. Especially... You know, I, I think, and this is just speculation, but it would not be out of the realm of possibility to open up the new addition in Smyrna and still see portables because you have so much growth in the next so many months before that addition's built. Yep, you're 
100% correct. Even though we've got these new additions, does not mean that we can remove these portables. We still need the portables because we need space. That's just because that's just the name of the game. Where is the space? Where we're going to put these bodies at? So, um, and as part of education, classroom space is an important thing to consider. And that's something that I've been trying to promote and advocate. And um, when I'm going around speaking to the community, when I'm on the, doing radio shows, articles, whatever, that's one thing I want people to start thinking about, that education is not just the part of educating the academic side of it. It also includes space, classroom space. If you don't have classroom space, then how are we going to adequately educate these kids to achieve a to par so um and and sadly um well i don't want to say sadly the tissa funding even though it gave us a generous amount of money which we're very very grateful for absolutely 100 percent. but it really looked into the achievement side of things so that the money that follows the student is so that you can adequately serve the child based upon these services that they require but what it kind of overlooked a little bit was the classroom space of it as well. Mm. Um, the BEP formula prior to the TISA form, uh, model was broke down several components and one of them being the uh, capital component overlay and that really factor in that classroom space per, and it, and it kind of changed by the grade band. So uh, that's one thing I am advocating coming up with the General Assembly, which they're going to reconvene in January, is to look into the TISA funding model and seeing if there's any wiggle room and appetite for lawmakers to make changes to formula to include something of that nature as a classroom, what, I call, what I'm calling it as, a classroom space factor, yeah. to factor that in. I, I heard um, about this really huge development that's coming to Laverne. Yes. and the, but But there's, there's no... They're building homes and condos and all of this, but there's there's no new school coming in that area, and there's no land for a new school from that development. So, uh, you know, you add all those homes, and then where do you put those kids? And you know, um, as my grandfather used to say, you know, they don't they're not going to make any more land. Right. So I yeah. mean, that, that's that's becoming more and more of a problem as mm -hmm. well. Finding suitable property, isn't it? Correct. So I just want the viewers to know that it hasn't been that the board has just sat back and not try to find land and try to alleviate these problems. I can 100% say with confidence that since I've been on the board, we've been focused on that and we've been actively looking for land. The problem is that um, there's not enough land. And even if there is land, is the cost of it as well. Um, land is not cheap anymore. It's, it's very expensive to build now. Um, and so we've got to, we're working diligently to find land and, and the North End has been pretty challenging to find land. But right now we're looking at two properties that are close to the Admiralville Road area, Rocky Fork side of the town, which will, if we do end up voting for it, it will alleviate um, some of the overcrowding on the Laverne side of town. So obviously Laverne is a very focused area for us to fi figure out where to best put this high school at so that it can alleviate that overcrowding that's happening over in the North End. But also there's over there's also lots of development going on in the Stewart's Creek Blackman area. Yeah. So it's just that this problem is not going to go away anytime soon and 
I wish that we had a magic wand that we can just go anywhere, close our eyes with a wand and just do presto magic poof. There is a school, but it's just timing is of the essence at this point. Well, and uh, a high school probably is well over a hundred thousand or a hundred million dollars now to build. Yes. 180 million dollars 180 180 so So you're gotta gotta add those 80 million dollars so that's almost double what rockvale Mm -hmm. was built for just a few years ago in 19. yeah and then that so that's high school and then you've got middle and elementary school now you um the middle school is about 85 million and then elementary school is about 75 million dollars that is double the amount of money that it that it cost to build schools two years ago even It's just that, unfortunately, inflation is is catching up to us, and um, and that's something that the viewers need to think that um, inflation is not um, taken into account as we are looking to developing because it's it's that's something that we have to consider now. Well, let me bring in uh, another issue because okay. I think all of this is. I think people very well understand about the need for schools and have a place for children and the need for land and building, but many are, 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 are tired of their property taxes having to fund that and continue to go up. And um, I, I think that's the frustration with most people. Do you hear that? Oh, yes. <laughs> 100% I hear that. We had a town hall meeting um, back in uh, November with a few county commissioners and myself. And that was 100, that's one of the topics that's been brought up um, is that we know, we understand we've got to build land, but we also need that revenue to pay off the loan note of whatever cost. So just to give a little bit perspective of what we're looking at, if we were to get our wish list right now, the school's wish list, this doesn't take into account the other needs that need to serve the county, the new jail and I think a, a facility transfer for the trash. Mm-hmm. Um, just the school alone, we're coming to this. Um, we're coming to the county commissioners to ask almost seven hundred fifty million dollars. That's a lot of money. And so uh, the note of that, if we were to take into all of that, is a, you're looking at a 30, 25 million to $30 million per year. So I, I believe it's per year. Um, so that revenue is not sustainable currently with the amount of money that we're generating. So I believe we all, every one of us will have to, that's involved, the stakeholders, meaning the, the board, the county commissioners, and even our state delegation um, to come together and find creative ways to generate revenue so that we don't have to hit the property taxes and raising just so that we can um, afford these things. Yeah. So, Ultimately, that falls on state lawmakers because with without their approval and and state legislation there there's no other real avenue to raise money to build school you know for for the county budget right right so there's two things that the state delegation can help us with one is the raising the um adequate facilities tax which i believe right now is at dollar per square footage and then the other thing that you've heard a lot there was a um a a a meeting last December 18th, this past Monday, which I was there, the state 
delegation was there, and then the mayor came and spoke, the school board, Dr. Sullivan, superintendent, came and spoke. You had all the county commissioners came and spoke, and really asking and pleading with the state delegation to finally give the green light for to allow the county and make mo modifications to the County Reliefs Act, and that is what we're talking about, the impact fee, where you are able to raise the impact fee and give some kind of uh, monetary value to that so that um, resources are raised that go specifically towards something like building schools so that's something that the municipalities can do right now they can raise facility they can raise impact fee and they can generate revenue and they can use it for whatever purpose for the infrastructure but for the county side of it we're not they're not able to do that because their hands are a little tied behind their backs and that's something that has to go through the delegation and I believe is reassessed or reviewed every four years and my understanding this has been something that Rutherford County County Commissioners have been trying to do since 2018 I believe they've been trying to get them to give them a little wiggle room and so this meeting was another attempt to do just that is to get them to hear our cries and say please give us this tool in our toolbox so that we can use and raise um, and generate revenue but that's just one sure. way of raising revenue we need a lot more unfortunately drops to go into this bucket so what these drops are I don't know but I know one thing that I've been championing that I we're going to I'm going to be asking the school board to get behind is to look into revising the TISA formula so that we can add that classroom space indicator fact indicator factor that I was talking to you about because when the old formula was in in place in 2019 2020 that little component of capital component generated 435 million dollars just for the county just no oh, okay just for the, the state statewide, okay gotcha. the statewide mm -hmm. and so then the state and then the districts could use that component and it could go into capital expenditures however there were some caveats if you were in a district that was two percent or higher in adm in multi-years then your expenditure for that piece will go down and then there were some restrictions of what you could use you couldn't use it for land use or for um, buying land or for construction so i'm going back to them and say hey can you remove those restrictions let it be for whatever purpose that we need as as long as it's for capital spending and to not give um decrease that amount if you are a county that is 10 percent or higher in adm so that we could use it for land to buy land for the purpose of buying land and new construction. So that's one creative way that we can generate revenue to help offset the, some of the costs. Um, it's not going to be the end all and be all. It's going to take more than just it, that, uh, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But we need to, you know, like I said, we need to figure out other avenues to generate that revenue so that we don't rely on property taxes being increased because nobody wants their property taxes increased. We want, we're one of the counties with the lowest property taxes right now. I will, we don't want to raise it. Right. Well, I mean, I'm sure you've heard that from constituents mm -hmm. <laughs> regardless. Well, uh, another thing that I'm sure that, uh, and we've got just a few minutes left, so we'll kind of hit these pretty quick, but one of the things that has the school board has been doing to try to uh, at least um, put kids in seats that maybe are available at some schools, and that's kind of a, 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 a rezoning, and it's a countywide rezoning 
that has been um it seems like i don't know how many how i can't remember how many years you've been on the board now but you've probably done this no this several is my first times. year as a school board member this okay is my first year. so this is your first zoning deal this is my first zoning that i was involved on the board as, on the board okay. but as far as rezoning well i've been involved in it outside of the board for a long time yeah. now twice this will be my third time because it just so happens to be your my area, area yeah. is okay. Yeah, I knew we were chatting about that just yeah. right before we went on the it's air. It's one of the hot zones because it's in an area that is um, constantly building. Construction is happening constantly there, and so, so the zone has been changed in your area three times in the since 2018. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the last time we were really fighting against what happened this go around, and it happened to be that it went that way. We were going to Seagull, and then some people that are in the Stewart's Creek area is not going to Smyrna. So it's a very contentious issue because it's just, it's this area of pocket area yeah. seems to be on that equation every single time. And I think you get kind of burned out with it. Sure. Being on the school board side of it, though, um, it has to be one of the most exhausting things that you have to do it is it is and you know i I understand that we do need it to rezone and so obviously the board did rezone um for the whole county-wide issue um i did vote it against the middle school and the high school simply because i felt that we needed to have commitment from the county commissioners for these um buildings and secure the 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 money for building the middle school because it the middle school was predicate of the high school mm-hmm. so and then obviously the area that i was in infected my neighborhood so my neighbors and other people outside of my neighborhood were against it as well so the the rezoning proposal is it, it passed correct mm-hmm. and so that is going to take place starting when next okay. school year so here's how it's going to go the high school is going to go first. It's going to take place 20, 2025th, 2026th. So it's not this upcoming school year. It's the following school okay, year. Okay, so 25, 26 school year. Yes. And then the elementary school I mean, is supposed to be rezoning that same year. But but here's the thing. It's, it's connected to the elementary school that is supposed to be built on the Beatty property that oh, we voted okay. um, this past year. Mm-hmm. And I believe we're going to go to the county commissioners to get the funding for the construction in April. Um, I will say in the springtime. I'm not going to give a month, but sometime in the spring. And that so, would be in this next budget that starts in July. That will be in before the budget of July because we they it, will have to go in the spring to go to bond. Right, but it would. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, they will. have. So to is go. it in this this year's budget, the money for that? Uh, what do you mean in this year's budget money? Well, I mean, I know the new budget year starts in July. Is right. this coming out of the next year's budget, or has it already been approved? The this money? has already been approved. This is okay. what the county commissioners have gotcha. um, committed to get revenue for. Okay. Has been the elementary school. And so, um, depending on the timeline of construction, if there's absolutely zero delays of any kind, of any sort, whatever, then tentatively the elementary school will also go to the new zone schools in 2025. And then the middle school that is also part of the rezoning, that is tentative to a new middle school build, build, being built on the same property, in the Beatty property. And again, we haven't gone to the county commissioners yet to get the um, 
the funding for the construction because they will have to go to the bond market for that. And that won't take place until 2025. Okay. Well, very good. It, it, it's a lot to keep up with, and uh, I just appreciate you coming up and sharing some time with uh, our listeners to give us an update on what's going on. And uh, as always, thanks for stopping in. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Francis Rosales joining us here today on Rutherford Issues.